Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton, and with me, as always, is Doug Benson. Yeah, I got here early. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Doug's here on time. It's Todd Cooper is running late. And uh, so we just said, fuck it, we're going to just turn the tables on Todd, and guest gets to co-host this week, and I guess Todd is the guest? Yeah, Todd can come knock on the door, and uh, maybe we'll open it. Yeah, let's see if he has manners. Let's see if he just comes in, or if he, has, if he knocks. That'll be exciting to have the listeners on, their, on the edge of their seats waiting to see, will Todd knock? What does uh, the expression, uh, Feliz Navidad, what does that translate exactly to? Merry Christmas. It does. Yes. So that's so you're not part of the war on Christmas. No, by saying it that way, because I'd say it that way just to, you know as an alternate to Happy Holidays. Yeah, <laughs> just to I just enjoy at this point as much as I love Christmas, I enjoy that people think Christmas that there's a war on Christmas. Yes, yeah. so well, it's finally I over. Love thanks, using... thanks to our wonderful president, we can finally <laughs> say it again. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a weird holiday season <laughs> i think technically it might mean happy christmas but it's still got the word christmas in there that's, yeah that's what's I think important this, uh, to people yeah oh i see a shadow let's see it. is he knocking no no what's he doing just standing there like a creep what is this is it michael is myers I know. <laughs> hey can Wait. i get a little bit more hair on my microphone would you like some more hair like you want me to get the dog out here and have him rub all <laughs> over me, it yeah let me pet the dog with the microphone <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, commit, should we just say commit? Is it, is it locked? Is that you, Todd? What hey. the hell? What the hell, man? <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm the new co-host. You know what? You deserve it. I'm very excited about my new position. You look great. Thanks. You just taking over that corner of the couch, making it happen. Got the crappy headphones on. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Jimmy Pardo happened to love those headphones. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, yeah. He he didn't insult them at all. No, he no. would never. But he's pretty open to most stuff. He likes a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's not critical at all. No, poor behavior. He's into it. Uh-huh. How's uh, everything? Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. Todd Cooper, idiot. Doug Benson, do you guys know each Hi. other? Have you guys uh, met before? Good to meet you. I they just I shook hands on, for the listener. I think I was on the show early enough that he wasn't uh, yeah, Todd, here yet. Oh, back in the good old days when the show was still good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Todd, Todd came on board about a year ago, and uh, yeah, you were on like episode five or something like that. You How were very you early now? Six. We're <laughs> 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 we took about three years off. Yeah. Uh, there was about a year, almost a year off in the middle, because I went back to the touring for a little bit. Right. And uh, but yeah, we're at like episode, this is gonna be episode like one thirty something like that. Wow. All right. Yeah. I have never looked at the numbers. I can't believe it's that many. We've come a long way. We sure. Ha- I guess it's only like episode forty for me, but it feels like a lot. We're getting there, though. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, you've been on board for officially a year now. Yeah. We forgot to celebrate your anniversary. Oh, my but God. But Doug did bring you a gift. Thank so. you so much. That glass. <laughs> Do you like Star Wars glasses? You better believe it. <laughs> I love drinking out of Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is an evil glass. It's all bad guys. I feel like I, I surround myself with people in my life who know the names of every Star Wars character. Like, I know the main guy's name's... But you guys, the main the, guys. Yeah, you don't deep dive into like salacious crumb and shit like that. I can't. I, I don't have the. <laughs> that's room. your. That's totally your go-to Star Wars name, isn't it? I oh, feel like I, I love it. I love it. 
Yeah, because it's just that name is so terrible. And it's, <laughs> oh, you know, that's what I was saying is it's a stupid little puppet character that's uh, Jabba the Hutt's sidekick. Oh, that dude? Yeah, that the with laughy the, guy? I think he comes with the Jabba playset. He's always laughing yes, he at everything. He doesn't get killed when Jabba gets killed, does he? Well, I think everybody... I mean, the place blows up, so I got to assume... So I, Salacious Crumb dies? I no way. So. He finds his I like way him out. even better now. <laughs> Do you know technically his full name, <laughs> Salacious B. Oh, Crumb? For some Lord. reason, there's a B in there. Salacious Crumb, why you He's like Michael J. Fox of space. <laughs> Salacious B. I Crumb. think, uh, if I had to guess, is the B stands for Bartholomew. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> hell of a guess. Yeah. I'm sure it's true. Because <laughs> he's already got such a stately name that a classy middle name would really <laughs> take it to another level. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We've already made it this far, and this is supposed to happen. Are they really going to talk about Star Wars again? It happens every time that Tony talks to his friends. I'd rather hear them talk about something else instead. I guess they're really gonna talk about Star Wars again. Here comes Todd's favorite part. Star Wars! Star Wars. <laughs> a little almost, ahead of it. A little ahead of it. Every time. <laughs> we have to play. Star Wars has talked about the... We're gonna get so many angry emails if we don't play the jingles. Oh, yeah. So... so. <laughs> Uh, dear Tony and Todd, uh, where are the jingles that I listen to the podcast for? Who brought Star Wars up first today? The, T- technically, I you because you I just you, walked into that. Oh, because you gave you, me a class of Star a Wars yeah. on it. His fault. <laughs> I'm going to say you brought it up. Tony. Of course, it's going to come up. You cut, you're just sitting here. There's Star Wars everything everywhere you look. <laughs> there's actually not in in the living room. There's not not that too much, much Star but Wars. Just stuff. the DVD collection, the biggest yeah. box of Star Wars. A giant it. Star Wars book. Well, yeah, drinking our, out of a Star Wars. Glass. Our friends, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Acker Luke Skywalker skull. Acker and Blacker gave me their new books the other day. Are these theirs? Yeah. Well, the, the that's that that one's a bunch of different authors. That's a cool book. All right. Yeah. Let me. May I? Oh, yeah. please. Peruse. It's a, a special. It's forty different short stories. Uh, t- about forty different, like obs- mostly obscure characters in the. Uh, Is there Star a Salacious Crumb story? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good I, question. I'm not sure. I can't wait. for I that haven't movie gotten too series. far yet. Where they just follow him after he sneaks out from dying <laughs> with everybody else and follow his life. I used to think everything was funny. He definitely, he, he definitely has like a Muppet laugh, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. He was super Muppety. <laughs> yes. In, in, at a time when, you know, George was trying to move into, uh, you know, making all these characters like effects rather than... Uh, right. Know, yeah. Than well, physical things. All of, yeah. all of uh, Jabba's palace is pretty pretty muppety in a way yeah it's really good in the uh when they when they go back and all the stuff he added oh yeah the, that the dance number in wow, return of the so jedi good. In the special edition when i saw it the first time i remember thinking something's missing right here there's some shitty dance that i should be seeing right here and that i'm not getting i, I want to see some takes God. to the camera that yeah was what star wars was God always almighty. missing <laughs> so dumb you can't, you know, most of the characters have some sort of mask on, so you can't look right into the camera. <laughs> that was that was what CG brought to us. Finally, the characters can make eye contact. Right down the, the barrel. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the only reason why, uh, what's his name, uh, Rilo Kiley takes off his... Uh... Rilo Kiley? <laughs> <laughs> the early aughts indie band? Kylo Ren takes off his yeah. mask just so he can, so can be dramatic and, uh, and look people in the eye. Stare yeah. them down. The, the first Irish Star Wars character, Kyle O'Ren. <laughs> um, 
here's the first mistake this book book makes. <laughs> here's my first issue with this book. All right. I've got two issues so far. I've only flipped through two pages. The contents, they have the nerve to name each story some name that doesn't tell you which character from yeah. Star Wars it's about. I each story should that. just be called the name of the character. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you could jump right to Salacious Crumb, get it over yeah. with. What are we, now we have to read the entire book to know. Yeah, no, which is his. You know, I don't think any of them mention the, uh, the name of the character that they're uh, the, the story is going to be about. And then, and then it says a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away on the, on the first page. Dot dot dot. And it's like I know George Lucas just sort of lets stuff like that happen, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be able to just take that and put it in a book and be well, like, "We're a bunch of authors. We made a book about a galaxy." Yeah, well, far, it, far away. I know. A long time ago. Wasn't it all just <laughs> Disney now? Like, didn't didn't once Lucas sold that? Didn't the, all of it just go to? But I think maybe Disney. I don't know. Maybe he had something in his contract that George was like, uh, you know, but still let everybody do all the, you know, knockoffs of it that they want. Yeah. Because he's always been cool about that. Right. He's always been into like. You know, people making their own Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You know, he doesn't go after them like a company like Disney would. Right. Like, you can't just make your own, hey, I made my own version of Moana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope Disney doesn't mind. <laughs> I actually did. It's pretty good. It does happen in a galaxy far, far away, though. It's <laughs> a nice matchup. People are, speaking of movies and how much I love them, people are raving about this new uh, Pixar, Coco. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested that. in it. I saw I, Weird Al Yankovic said it's the best thing he's ever saw. Has Weird Al ever said anything mean though? No, that's true. But yeah. I don't. I think he'd not tweet at all if he that's just, right. just yeah, liked that's it. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> he he knows the gold, the rule. Does <laughs> he have nothing to say? Nice to say. I know. I'm. I I'm. I definitely will will see it because it's a Pixar movie and they rarely disappoint me. Pretty much minus the Cars movies. Uh but it's like a deep dive into a very specific culture, supposedly. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, I'm. I'm not as excited to see this as normal, but I'm sure I'll love it though. You just of, not into other got cultures. Got a bunch of uh, skeleton faces. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of skeleton. It's like a Day of the Dead. Uh, you know, El Dia uh, de los Muertos. Yes, it's like that. I just like to say that anytime I can. <laughs> yeah, no, I almost tried to say it. And <laughs> just went with Day of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can say that. I can pronounce Day of the Dead properly. But yeah, it seems like it's from that world, which we just had an animated movie a year or two ago that was kind of from uh, in, in what was that, that space. Well, I, I forget what it's called now. Something something of life? Uh, huh. Tree of life. No, it wasn't. The book, a Monty tedious Python, Terrence book of Malick life. movie. I was going to get love life for no of reason. life. Yes, that's it. Life, 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 life. life. That's <laughs> yes, it. but it's weirdly about the board game. <laughs> like Selma Hayek was a voice in it, and okay. it had it, it looked a lot like this Coco movie, but it wasn't obviously nearly as successful. I mean, Coco's probably gonna. You know, I love uh, how broad you will watch it. Like you will see every movie. I well, love Doug that. Loves movies. I, I know. know this. I love that so much, though. Like I, I find myself being frustrated if i'm in a movie and i feel like you're just like it's fine i like watching a movie which is well so you know cool. what it's a it's a good uh it's one of my best excuses for not responding to anybody <laughs> for a couple of hours yeah you know on social media or just regular texting and yeah email uh you know hey i was in a movie i don't i don't take my phone out during a movie that's you know that's yeah. a serious rule but now, if a movie's boring, I just walk over to the part of the theater where I won't disturb anybody, like near the entrance, yeah. and and look at my phone. 
<laughs> just listen I can't to take it. it anymore. I mean, like when movies are boring, it's just like, but the whole world is in my phone. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, and right. the whole world is much more interesting than this movie. You can watch every movie on your phone that you want that isn't this I'll movie. I'll watch another movie during a boring movie. Oh, you paid for a movie. You might as well watch one. <laughs> do, you, do you turn the phone completely off Mm-mm. while at the movie? No. No, I sit there and like if the movie's good, I'll be like, oh, my phone's vibrated a few times in my pocket, but uh, Does it drive I, you I'm crazy? loving this movie, so I'm just gonna you know check it as soon as it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'll keep but the vibrator. But if the movie sucks, on. then I'll jump up and go see w- what's up. Yeah, because yeah. I I refuse to to look at it, but the uh, the vibrate if if I get it, it drives me crazy wondering what it is. Yeah, like nobody calls me. I don't accept oh, yeah. or make phone calls. I, it's all texting. But you know, like sometimes it'll be like. Like a few times in a row, like almost like it's ringing. Yeah, and I'm like, well, who is this texting maniac? You know, that <laughs> it starts to feel like that might be an emergency. Yeah, you know, yeah, or just a coincidence that a few people text me around the same time. I feel like I only turn my phone all the way off, maybe at Largo, and maybe every now and again. I don't even think I do it at Largo. I know that's their whole thing. I, they don't like phones there. They'll let you know. Tell they them that you don't very do it. Serious about it? Yeah. Well, I remember when uh, early on when I went to Old Largo, um, when I was dating my wife at the time, uh, my wife now, but when I was dating her at the time, my wife at the time that I was dating. Very low key. Um, Just feels like it might be happening a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Do you use that expression a lot? I guess so. (laughs) Could you just for today, could you call her my beloved or something? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because people will get mad at me if I don't yell my wife after you say my wife. But <laughs> I just don't. I feel like it would get out of hand. No, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, my lady and I were dating, and uh, she was playing a show at Largo, and she played a lot. And I would, I remember going one time, the one of my first times I went, and it's so aggressive. The rules are so aggressive yeah. about turning your phone off, especially at the old Largo. They were really hardcore about it. And uh, so I forgot to turn my phone off. I was sitting at a table and remembered, and like this is before the lights are still on, and I was like, oh, shit, I got to turn my phone off. I pulled my phone out of my pocket, like proud, because I was like, I'm going to turn my phone off and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it came out of my pocket, the like a server walks up, and he's like, what's your problem, man? <laughs> like jumped in my, and I was like, I'm turning it, and I couldn't even say like, oh, I pulled it out too, shut it off. He's like, just take it outside and do it. Just call somebody from out, why are you doing it in here? So pissed at me. <laughs> Later found out that that was a dude that none of those guys like that much. It was like some weird server that they had that worked there for like a month or something. <laughs> but yeah, so I felt good about that. Nice. But yeah. Didn't, uh, Ben Acker used to be a bouncer at the yep. old Largo. Yeah. I learned that what? recently and it blew yeah. my mind. Yeah, that's how he met. I mean, it makes sense. A lot of... Like, oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Ben Blacker. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be the world's a worst bouncer. bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> you just chastise people if they were doing something wrong. So Selma Hayek isn't even in that movie that I thought she was in. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find out what the movie was? No, because... You know, now now that I don't have that clue anymore. <laughs> oh, I figured out the Book of Life. Oh, oh yeah, it's called the Book of Life. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I never saw. That I never either. saw. I will see it. I don't even remember. It had Zoe Saldana it. in it, and Channing Tatum and Ron Perlman and Diego Luna. All the good ones. Yeah, but it was very, uh, you know, very Day of the Dead cartoon. That's cool. I I just watched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas yesterday. Why? Because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you? Are you? And we, and we are currently before Christmas. And I am having constant nightmares. It it, def, it definitely feels like a. It should be between the, uh, Halloween and Christmas, right? Like that's. Yeah. They well, they always show it at. Uh, they do the 4D thing at the El Capitan Theater every year. Waste oh, of money. I mean, <laughs> you don't believe in the I don't mind dimension? seeing it on the big screen, but oh, you mean what what do they do with the 4D? Uh, they make they it, spray <laughs> smoke in the room and stuff. They make it snow in there and there's like uh I think there's even some like explosions here and there. All right, and, I, I'd be down for that. I just suck talking about like it's been years since I did it, but when they first are like, we made it, we changed it to 3D. You know, when they do that thing uh, where they no, just yes. paint a coat of 3D on something, yeah, yeah. and it didn't. It's that also, it but, already when it's already that kind of animation, it's already looks very 3D. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And so it didn't change it at all, really. And yeah. so I felt ripped off, like you know, paying the extra money for yep. 3D and having to wear the glasses. But I do love that movie. But I was just thinking that <clears throat> I could put that movie on and just listen to it and know exactly what everything looks like every wow. every second. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's not you <laughs> the know, most once, fun way to watch you, a beautiful movie is once to just you have all the basic characters. But it's also so much of its music yeah. they hardly yeah. ever just stop and talk. It's true. Mm-hmm. And when they do, it's you know you, when you're listening to it, you know what Jack Skellington looks like. Yeah. And you know what the girl Sally looks like. Yeah. You, know, you know that her shit keeps falling off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know Howard the Duck is the bad guy. It's <laughs> the evil scientist. But, but yeah, they always do it at the, the... I think they do it too early at the El Capitan. They do it like for a couple weeks in October, which I get why they would, but it seems like, like do it well, now. Well, now, like now they got to show Coco. Yeah. It's going to be... Right, so. It's going to open, I believe, the day before Thanksgiving or somewhere around there. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I definitely... I used to listen to Rushmore. <laughs> on, uh, I made a tape recording of Rushmore. You said Rushmore. My brain went Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> my, I used to listen <laughs> to Rush Limbaugh on the I regular. I used to take Oxys and listen to Rush. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rushmore, that, that music's terrific. I was just so talking to good. somebody the other day about how Wes Anderson, with that movie, immediately painted himself in a corner. Because <laughs> yeah. then in future movies, he's got to do all British invasion music over stories that have nothing to do with the British horn invasion. <laughs> And then, but then, like with Steve Suzuki, like found a kind of a twist and had that guy singing Bowie songs. Yep. But you know, like musically, you know, he just he's either forced to repeat himself or be criticized for it being uh, not as good as Rushmore was. It's so so much of you're right. So much of Rushmore is soundtrack heavy, like soundtrack related. You're you're totally right. Like those songs and just watching Max Fisher do shit in slow motion to those songs, the best (laughs) thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, it's really. Really great movie. It's so good. I've ever, yeah. I just I, same thing. You could just I was listening. I'd seen it so many times. I was like, okay, I know what's going on. I in my brain, I'm tell, I'm yeah. just watching it. It's the best. Like I think oh. of that movie and him anytime yep. I hear that song. Me too. Yeah, I can't hear. It. Like I I will listen to that. That's the only. I think it might be the only movie soundtrack I listen to like on the regular. Still, it's so good. Every More song than Footloose. is good. Good point. I take right. it back. <laughs> uh, also, um, I was watching when I was watching Nightmare Before Christmas. I was thinking this, be, like you were saying, it's, it's a musical, and I was thinking, I wonder if like any high school or junior high has ever done a live staged version of it. Like it feels like it must. That like, would be neat, right? Be. You but guys, but again, you know, you could, you could get sued. Yeah, they, by Disney. They must sell. They must sell it though, right? Like as a as an know. option. It took me several years to get into the um, 
the overlay they do in the haunted mansion. Yes. Oh yeah, I was, because I to ask because you at that. first it was just so yep. subtle, so, just a couple little changes, and they're mm-hmm. calling it Nightmare Before Christmas. I was like, this is bullshit. I drove you. Here know? For this. And also, you know, frankly, the best thing about the haunted mansion is the music. Yeah. So putting in That's music right. from something else, even though that music's also great, it's, it's just a different thing all of a sudden. Total entirely. Yeah, but I've really grown to to like it. I thought so because I think the first time you did the show, I think you you were talking about your dislike of it. There's still like that I'd heard you know. You still play a game and just point to things and go regular mansion, yeah. nightmare, regular right. mansion. Oh yeah, it's very like, obvious, it's still not they, they're not there yet, but they keep adding every yeah, year. Every year so gets... eventually, it might get to a point where they've just created something new for every single yeah yeah robot and every I, single pop up. I love it. I prefer it, and not just because of my love of Christmas. Although, yeah, let's be honest, that's why. Well, you, also, but... it is a little you know it's newer. Yeah, I mean, even though it's been they've been doing it for probably a decade now or maybe more. Yeah, uh, it's still newer than the. Haunted Mansion that you know opened in the sixties. We're not afraid by stuff from the sixties anymore. Those, <laughs> those things don't scare us. Oh, a spinning chair? Who cares? I, I forgot. I, forgot I just really it. miss the, uh, the 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 you know the heads the singing headstones. Uh, mm-hmm. The that part of the original Haunted Mansion is my my favorite part of that ride. And then you know so they have like pumpkins singing in yeah. the uh, Nightmare version. Yeah, right. I still don't really understand how they do one thing on that on the regular version that's still there on the nightmare the 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 like woman's head that's in the like the seance yeah like yeah, they you haven't can found see it a... from every angle and like <laughs> i'm like how are they doing that i don't understand that's the one thing i don't understand how they're you doing you have heard of holograms what's this now <laughs> <laughs> I think your your mind is blown at Disneyland. Still, like I don't get it. Do you think like the Tupac hologram at uh, Coachella, like people standing backstage, couldn't see it? Like you couldn't see it from every angle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> it's only a front front hologram. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me they had hologram technology when that ride opened. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Like, and it's funny that that looks so cool, but then the the trumpet and the tambourine and the different things flying around clearly on strings. <laughs> they, they blew all their money. They're on just that dangling hologram. and moving around, you know. <laughs> and nothing scarier than a flying tambourine. Yeah. I don't know. Put a tambourine on a string. I'm done. Some some guy who's sick of it. I've been working on a hologram for six months straight. There was a uh, haunted mansion album that they put out. Yeah, that has uh, everything that she says. Because you know, when you go through that room, you only yeah. hear like a couple of verses or whatever so you uh, like i had the album and i learned all of it so now whenever i ride through there i you know i could just say it along with her whoa you know you, you do lean back to the people behind you like uh right before this she says check then, this out a-holes <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna say blank get ready to enjoy this ride everybody i'm gonna walk Tale us through it of a rat. <laughs> call in the spirits wherever they're at <laughs> Thurl Ravenscroft does a bunch of the uh, yeah yeah the which is a great name Tony the Tiger yeah Yeah. but he does a bunch of the stuff on that ride right or Mm -hmm. is he the narrator yeah no I think he's one of those silly faces on the on the uh, headstones because they also all when they're singing they all just make goofy faces the whole time I love it yeah because you go by it so fast that you want to like. If the ride's gonna break down, I wish it would happen right there. You know, <laughs> I have not been to Disneyland in a long time. I used to have I, like passes, like I used to go all the time, and I haven't been in an age. I miss it. I'd like, like to go back. Did you? Are you sad that they the changed uh, Tower of Terror to Guardians? I don't care. I, Man, I was I was even 
more than not caring, I was excited about this. Really? Because I always liked the elevator dropping aspect of that ride but i never liked the rod serling impersonator and the yeah. story was like what it doesn't even make sense like five people got an elevator and then it fell yeah. that's not twilight zone there's no twist <laughs> what an elevator falling is the twist <laughs> and you now know? you're in an elevator and yeah falls. now yeah. you're gonna go on that ride so you know but the costumes are cool and the, obviously the you know especially inside i Why thought it was looked it really twilight cool because that wasn't a the disney had no association with twilight zone because right? there was a disney mgm studios in right. uh florida oh, that right. was like that that place was really messing around with uh you know they had the muppet ride before uh-huh. they owned the muppets yeah right or the muppet Show or well, I guess whatever. Indiana Jones then for a while. Indiana too, Jones, yeah. yeah, they they were touring with having things like also like the Great Movie Ride had like depictions of scenes from like Wizard of Oz and things like that. Uh, boy, did that ride stink though. <laughs> really? I think it's finally shut down. I think they finally closed. Or it. Wizard of Oz? Is that what you said? No, the ride it's called the Great Movie Ride, where you go through and you just see different oh. like. You know, it's almost like being in a wax museum or something. Uh-huh. With different scenes from movies. Okay. You know, like they have like a Gene Kelly dancing around and you know, in fake rain. I mean, it's real water, but it's fake rain. <laughs> you can't just throw water on somebody and call it rain. It took me a long time to go. Like, How do you mean? <laughs> My friend could not add up the science for some reason. And they had Wizard of Oz, but then they also had corny things where, like, the the person that was like your tour guide had to like take out a gun and interact with something and shoot it and it's it was bad it was i really bad love that tour guide on the the uh the what is it called at the universal no 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 at uh, disney joe cruise is oh. the greatest i love that tour guide i it's, it's like the terrible more jokes. terrible they are at it and the more they throw away the lines the funnier it gets it like kills when me. it when it's when it's bombing in the boat that's when i laugh when people so in the happy. boat are like laughing like oh these jokes are great i'm like you guys don't get this <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to be laughing how great they are you're supposed to be laughing about cornball the whole thing is <laughs> it makes me yeah as soon as the, the the boat is dead it is it is the joy of my life that guy doesn't want to be there i love being there it's the best you haven't been there in a while it's been a while they closed it down for a little bit to, uh, you know, rewrite the jokes. No. <laughs> no, I think the jokes are all the same. Thank God. I think you still see the backside of water, but uh, <laughs> yep. not rain, water. And uh, but uh, while they were closed, if you just walked up to where the queue is supposed to be. Uh, they would every few minutes, a couple of people in those outfits would do the tour just standing there. <laughs> like they just give people the experience of all the jokes on the ride, but not they're not on the ride. <laughs> just a stand up set. A Basically, and, but they'd make joke. people move around and they'd have props and stuff. And uh, wow. it, yeah, it was really silly. And but, that, but funny, you know, cool that they did that. Yeah. Oh. Those people employed. They, re- is... they redo it at Christmas time now as the Jingle Cruise. No, but no it's like basically, way. yeah. They've done See, the what's last different? Years. Like they just put Not... a like a yeah. There's like some garland hanging from some antlers on it. They should have like... Joyce from Stranger Things decorate the entire ride. <laughs> <laughs> just alphabets on everything. Yeah, it's like it's really like it's a stretch to call it a Christmas version of it. <laughs> it's like they, somebody realized, oh, Jingle Jungle, that works. We can oh. do this and. And they wear like maybe like a Santa hat, the, the maybe. cruise guides. Yeah, maybe. I've only I've only done it once. But, Man, uh, I I, I don't do like. That. I'm going to do that this year. You're going down. Oh, you go I go I go all the time. Yeah, because uh, 
What I do is every time I, I, I'll go and I'll buy the year-long pass, mm-hmm. and then I'll go as often as I can during that that year, wherever it falls. And then when it expires, then I try to see how long I can go with, you know, not actively not going, but like I, I let it lapse and then I wait a few months and then I get it, you know, because I if I got the yearly pass every year, then I just get used to it and um, it wouldn't be worth it. Hmm. Because I get the one with no no blackout dates. Really? Ooh, yeah. I Fancy. like the blackout dates because it's like it's, these are the days you don't want to be there. $10,000. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's it's pricey. I mean, you know, people, but there are so many adults that love Disneyland yeah. and mm-hmm. get those passes and go all the time. It's, I didn't it's crazy that I, I lived in L.A. for about four five years before i ever even went i thought i didn't care because i don't even for as much like for as many like childish things as i love <laughs> i'm not a disney guy but yeah. i love disney i mean i guess i'm becoming a disney guy now because of star wars but right uh, <laughs> yeah i mean that, that that they're gonna have a star wars land makes me so happy yeah. like i never got that into the harry potter movies but the harry potter world great. at the two universals is, is you know it's like being, yeah. being on the set or something. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's I'm the really, same way. I'm not a Harry Potter guy. But yeah, but the the ride that they have there and all the all the stuff is really cool. I yeah. really like it. It's just like you were saying you're not into the Cars movies, the Pixar Cars movies. Cars like Land is awesome. They're my least favorite movies, but it's my yeah. favorite part of yeah. California Adventure. Have you been there since they've added Cars Land? I don't know if I have. You would remember. Cars Land is really elaborate it, and extremely well done. You literally feel like you're walking around in the movie. It's it's so well done. I love California Adventure. I mean, yeah. I, but yeah I, where is it? Right when you it, first get in, right? Is that it? No, it's kind of like it's Ant's a little Horner. bit in there. It's past the Carthay Circle okay. or whatever, but. That ride, until the new Guardians ride came, uh, that ride was the one that, like, the fast passes would go out, like, yeah. first thing, because really? every little kid wants to go on it, and it's the lines are always super long. Yeah. That's Even awesome. if you single rider line, it, it could take 40 minutes to get on. Wow. And, uh, and it's a great ride, but it's not, like, you know, it's not my, like necessarily my top five yeah just because it's not i i prefer the thrill rides the, yeah the me most. too but it's, it's where it's very well done like and the, it goes fast at one point yeah you know you feel like you're in a little race and you go on some banks and stuff but it's just really uh the inside is just uh amazing and then and then there's one point where one of two things can happen your car goes into a room and gets new tires or your car goes into a room and gets detailed and both of those things, through the magic of mirrors and lights and shit, uh, you know, happen right before your eyes. That's cool. I'll go what's more fun than right, getting your tires right. changed. When you want to simulate it. that. Soul. Kids <laughs> love changing tires. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you uh, get in your car, you're like, come on, kids, we're going to get our tires changed. And they can't wait to get in. You're just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Guardian's ride is just... Um, have you done it yet? Yeah, it's really great. They just really went, except for there's that still that long part between when you see the first scene with Rocket, and then you and then you do more line before you finally get into right. the elevator. That that part is still even if you have a fast pass, that's still going to be twenty thirty minutes of yeah. waiting in there, and there's not that much to look at. Uh, in that part, but the first part where you walk in looks really cool. Mm-hmm. It's all based on the idea of like uh, the collector, the character played by Benicia del Toro, okay. has captured the guardians and he has them on display. Cool. But you go through his museum and you see all the other shit he's got on That's display. That's great. So he's got all these artifacts that are supposedly from the, you know, the whole uh, MCU. 
that's a really, uh, that's such a cool um, i i i guess is it is it imagineers who are doing the the ride development where they're going like okay what is what do we put in here i feel like james gunn might have had some input really and they certainly they got all the actors to uh that's to really be involved cool. and the animatronic uh rocket is really cool so and then nice. also they just uh Found a way to like the way the the two Guardians movies use music so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the there's f- like six different songs. So every time you go on the ride, you might hear a different song. That's, yeah, and the ride's that actually a little different throughout too. the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing that I'm surprised they don't do more with rides. Like make it so that each time there's a little bit different. Well, they experience. will now. That's like Star Tours so really, cool. really mm-hmm. blew it open when they like uh, fixed it so they could just uh, they keep adding throw to it in stuff. Also. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, after awesome. Force Awakens came out, then there was suddenly stuff from Force Awakens on Star Tours mm-hmm. now. Yeah, they can just add whatever worlds. Yeah. Did they add Rogue One stuff? Do you know? I haven't seen any Rogue One I stuff. I haven't, but I haven't been on it in a minute. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's another one that I did so, I've done so many times that even even the variations, uh, I feel like I've seen most of them. <laughs> yeah, or all I think of them. I have too. I hope they don't add Rogue One. I hate that. Yeah, Todd hated Rogue I hated One. Hated Rogue One. Well, I'll tell you, Rogue One is kind of like just like a dramatic war movie for the most part. Like you know, the only fun part is that one weird robot. So like, um, I did not like that robot. It'd be in, it'd be odd to, to to throw it into the to the ride. I think. Yeah. yeah. But this Last Jedi, I'll probably have some stuff that'd be worth exploring. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm really excited for this. this we're a month one. away. Do you have your tickets? Yeah, yeah. We're going. We're going together. Yeah, first, we always first go. showing. It's, it's like <laughs> tradition. We get a group of friends every year. Go to the very first showing opening night. Isn't, Isn't it that crazy that you don't have to wait in line? Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I just, remember. I remember being one of those dorks for Phantom Menace that waited for hours and hours and hours. I think some it. people will do it anyway, <laughs> won't they? Like maybe like at the Chinese or something. I, There'll I be some dopes so. that just go sit out there, even though you've got an assigned seat yeah, already. I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, what do you? you just I'm gotta, doing it anyways for tradition's sake, <laughs> just to prove something. I love Star Wars. Yeah. Just to also get some press, you know, because the cameras are always there for that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And they want to be on TV because I sat in line for no reason. <laughs> How did you uh, start your career? I, you know, I, I didn't think I'd be a big movie star, but then I was sitting out in line for Star Wars one day. And somebody was like, "I like your look." <laughs> Off it went. Yeah. I guess that's their dream. I assume that's. <laughs> they just announced the uh, that Ryan Johnson going to do the whole new trilogy. You heard that, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he's signed on for two more. No, no, no. Well, because J.J. Abrams is going to close out the trilogy, but now oh, they've just announced that three. they're going to do, but it's going to be like a whole new thing, like unrelated to anything else we've seen just in the Star Wars universe, like even like ca- wow. new characters we've never seen, planets we've never seen, just completely unrelated to the Skywalkers, Ryan Johnson uh, developing all of that. Wow. Just a whole salacious yeah. trilogy. <laughs> yes. He's a... Uh, He's a cool dude, uh, uh, and he's a great director. But also, he um, uh, I uh, met him, and he follows me on Twitter. So you know, I reached out on Twitter, and uh, if he wasn't so busy right now, he 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 wants to come on Douglas movies. Nice, nice. But, that would be great. But he's uh, you know, he's, oh yeah, I'm sure it's he's crazy he's waist right now. deep in it. Yeah, yeah, he's well, got didn't... a lot of promoting to do, even though the thing's just gonna succeed regardless. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's well, I true. just think I think that that <laughs> you could just must, stay home and sleep, and it'd be fine. Yeah. That must be how strongly they feel about how well he did. If they're already, it hasn't come out yet, and they've already said, "All right, we're going to give you this trilogy to take yeah. over." He works well with others, apparently, and yeah. isn't doing like Lord and Miller and trying to inject too much comedy. Yeah. No. Which I don't think there could be too much comedy. Like 
uh, I mean, looking at the new Thor, it's like comedy saved I Thor. I keep hearing it's great. Like it's so much better than the other Thors because it's fun. It's hmm. fun and funny. Because you, you have know? Yeah, and he's amazing. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. He did I just that. like saying his name. So when those guys got fired and they, what was it, Ron Howard came in to finish yeah. it? I, I was just like, it, you know, and they even kind of alluded to that in the uh, statements that went out that it was just like they, you know, they well, it was like they wanted to take it in a different direction, and I assume that direction is humor because hmm. yeah, all their movies are funny. They don't mm-hmm. make they don't make dramas. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, them doing it was what. I thought was maybe going to be what made me not terrified of that movie. Right? The Young yeah. Han Solo movie. It seemed like, oh, they'll, they'll, make, they'll, they'll make it really fun. And, you know, I, I, whether people want to admit it or not, Han Solo is mm-hmm. the most fun thing yep. about the first three Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, he's the funniest character. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, so, like, to have a young version of him, he could be even cockier and funnier. Yeah. Yeah. If they wanted him to be. Is that what it is? It's like him. It's like Han Solo younger than yeah. the one we've met. Is that yeah, yeah. And then there's young Lando Calrissian. Is uh, what's his Donald name? Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's great. It's like it's there's some interesting things wow. in there, and it's supposedly that's coming out in May. We don't have to wait till Christmas next year. Supposedly that's like coming right out. Okay, so we'll see. Is yeah, every... maybe around the anniversary of the original. Yeah. You think you know, their May goal 25th is to, or whatever? Just always have a Star Wars movie in the theaters. Like he never well, can go and not see one. But, well, certainly uh, one in a cycle. Like yeah. at any given moment, it'll either be in theaters or new to uh, home video. Yeah, I bet. I mean, because you know, uh, they play in theaters for like two months, then they get a whole new push for the home video. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe there'll be a, a trailer for the Young Han Solo movie during. Uh, Oh, that'd be Last the perfect Jedi. time to whip yeah. it out. Because if it's gonna, if it's really coming out in May, it seems like that would make sense. I have not watched anything of Last Jedi. Me no? either. Not a second of it. I won't either. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm in. Sucker. There's no reason for me to see. I know. Anything. I am too. But I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a child. Yeah. Well, Ryan Johnson himself said, uh, you know, said like uh, it's going to. If you're a person that's concerned about having things spoiled, it will spoil some stuff. But it's also a great trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he he had it both ways. He, but He's then like, it's it, a great trailer, but. Yeah, he said to avoid it, but then as soon as it came out, he tweeted in like all caps. I take it back. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. So I'm gonna. I he I'm didn't trick me wait. into watching it. I'm gonna watch it after. I love. I, it's actually become a thing now where I will seek out a trailer after I see the movie just to mm-hmm. see, like you know, watch how they tried to sell it to people. Huh. You know, because like there's this movie downsizing that's mm-hmm. coming out that the trailer makes it look like a comedy, and it is. It's a bummer. It is not a comedy. Okay. And like Mother, the. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh-huh. movie. They made that look like a horror movie, and it's it's horrible. But it's not. I never even saw the trailer. It's not, for it's that not movie. like scary. It's so strange to me. Like marketing departments must have like a say. Like do it this. Do it in the style of. Like they must. And I don't understand. I mean, I guess they just want to sell tickets. But if the story got made, is there nothing interesting about the story that that is honest about what it is? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, they're certainly know, showing so you things from the movie. It's yeah. kind of hard to hide that, you know, how the movie looks and right. the, kind of the general tone. But uh, for some reason, they figured out a way to make that movie look scary. I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't watch the trailer before I saw the movie, but even the poster gave me the impression I was going to a horror movie and, and, and I knew it was Darren Aronofsky. So I was like, well, it's going to be like a smart horror movie. And instead it was just, you know, it was all biblical, uh, illusions and oh, that's my shit. Yeah. And I, uh, I love I that biblical I shit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that at all. 
Did you like I, the movie or no? I've heard no, no. very mixed feelings on no, that movie. No, I didn't, I didn't care for it. I thought it was a slog. I thought it was difficult to sit through. Because it, it just felt like a short film that kept going and going because it sort of starts off like, why are these people coming over to Jennifer Lawrence's house and being so weird? Like, what are they up to? In terms of they're not really up to anything. It's just going to be more and more people piling on. It's, it's this weird... It's just a like, movie like if your nightmare out. is uh, people will come over to your house and not leave, then I guess it would be a scary movie. <laughs> if that's like the thing that keeps you up at night. Accidental what if everybody parties? came over and just refused to leave? <laughs> hey, guys. It's Tony and Todd. Hi. Here. Hi. Hi. We're here. Just like you've been listening to, but we're still here, but it's in still a different way. It's mm-hmm. at a different time. It's like you're time traveling. <laughs> to later in our day. Yep. And guess why we're here. I want you to guess. Oh, uh, I, I'm going to guess because we just got lucky and we get to hear more talking. Yep. You nailed it. Bingo. And also, we're going to tell you guys, you might know this already, but we're doing another live show, kind of. Yeah. This year, this, <laughs> well, not kind of, it's going to be live. I know, but it's like, it's not necessarily a live version of the podcast no. so much as just a variety show that we're presenting. We're presenting really a show that is going to be... Off the chain. I, yeah, don't bring your chain because it's not. Be we're off. not going to need it. It's yep. you, we got great people: Rory Scovel, Nick Thune, Chris Sullivan, and Chris Sullivan's going to play some music with Taylor Goldsmith of Dawes and Mandy, Mandy Moore, Moore. of Dawes. <laughs> no, no, abort. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. God damn, that's one of those things I said. Like Jimmy Pardis says all the time: abort. No, oh. Cut that. Forget <laughs> I said that. Uh, yeah, and we also have uh, Colin Hanks. Yes, which is crazy. We're also going to have some music from Don't Stop or We'll Die. Yes. April and Richardson's April Richardson. Not liking Morrissey. Yeah, she's done. Uh, yeah, all that and who knows? Maybe even more? Maybe less? I don't know what's going to happen between now and then. You said Daniel Van Kirk. Oh, I didn't. Oh, get into it. How could I forget him? <laughs> Daniel Van Kirk, who is the top greatest, helped us book this thing, too. Uh, the show is, is really great. We, we do it mostly because, I mean, like we said, it, we barely are... Talk about Feliz Navipod on there. We're not really up on stage mostly. Yeah, it's just... it's an opportunity for us to throw a great, sh- have a great show, and raise support for um, Planned Parenthood. And you can also give. <laughs> you can also give to Planned Parenthood separately if you like. Yeah, and uh, that show is going to be happening at Nerd Melt in the back of Meltdown Comics, December eighteenth. Uh, tickets are on sale now, and we'll tweet the links out. I don't have a short way to tell you that link, so. Just look for it online. Yeah. We'll post it on our website, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. So we'll see you there, folks. <laughs> I, I, w- I will say, um, going back to Star Wars really quick, on one other thing, and we can leave it alone, but I, I, is there ever been a Star Wars that's come out that somebody hasn't come out and said, this is the best Star Wars movie yet? I feel like every, even the prequels, I remember hearing people go like, people are saying it's the best one yet. I don't know if anybody was saying that. For episode two, maybe. I feel like I maybe not episode two, but I feel like with because I, I, I heard somebody recently be like, "This new one is going to be the one. It's like amazing. It's the yeah. best one yet." And then I, I get all excited, and then I now go like, "I've heard this before." Every time a Star Wars movie comes out, and it's not always true. Well, I mean, certainly uh, the first two prequels, you know, or all three of them, each had the fact that. I mean, the second and third one had that the previous one sucked 
as a lead up. Mm-hmm. So of course, <laughs> yeah. any improvement yeah. is going to be noted. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, and uh, I still stand w- by two's worse than one. I'll say it till I die. I, you know what? I would uh, like to do the research and tell you whether or not you're wrong, <laughs> but I just cannot sit through those movies. Like, I'm avoiding Star Wars Minute while they're doing those movies. <laughs> I don't want to watch a minute of it. <laughs> Star Wars Minute just came back today. Yeah. Welcome I, back, I, Pete I'd Nets. do that, actually. I, I would go on there, because just watching a couple minutes of it wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be that difficult. Well, they're doing, uh, they're doing episode three now, which yeah. is, if you got to watch one of the prequels, that's the one. I guess that's the, uh, the best of the of the garbage it's, it's watchable when yeah. it came out i was already kind of like i don't care i'm not gonna go i'm certainly not gonna go right away mm-hmm. and i was working with a comedian uh who just would not stop telling me how much better it was than the other two and and he just would not stop about yoda fights and it's amazing and i didn't think it through in my head that you Yoda fighting's never going to not look ridiculous. And that's what I love about the Guardians movie is like when Rocket's in a fight with people and flying around and doing shit, it never looks like, oh, that little weird, that little thing, what could he possibly uh, accomplish? Yeah. But Yoda yeah. is just so small and just because just he can flip through the air. It's so weird. I <laughs> does know. It, does it really make him seem warrior-like, you know? <laughs> he seems like the character, like almost like the Ewoks in the third one that like, you know, can come in and help. Yeah. But they're not. But it's also they're not. They're still tiny little Ewoks. They're not going to. Yeah. You know, they could set traps like Kevin in Home Alone. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I want to see a Home Alone Ewok mashup so bad. <laughs> little Ewoks run around tying paint cans to strings. <laughs> well, supposedly, the, like the original, I, who knows what's true and what's not, but supposedly the original thought with Yoda was that he was, they called him a Jedi master, but that like that they weren't, he wasn't supposedly an actual Jedi. Like he's he more of a, just a like, trainer. Yeah. Like, like almost he knew like he all about it. Move but, things with his mind. Yeah. But you know, I mean, there's so much you can get into with like those. a coach who never played professional ball. <laughs> like Todd's a real ball nut. I don't know from sports. <laughs> you could have some really nerdy arguments about like, you know how like the lightsabers were more high tech in the prequels, even though yeah. the, like why, Oh, everything. Why everything is, in the yeah, way you know, more high tech. Why is Luke Skywalker's first lightsaber some piece of shit when <laughs> in the previous movie, Darth Maul's got one that shoots out in two directions? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to use these two-direction ones, and everyone's like, I'm too cool for that shit. Yeah, let's yeah, take let's it down Let's take it back. Let's go. Just go, go No reason school. to modernize these <laughs> it, I, lightsabers. That, Yoda being a warrior is not what you want from Yoda. What you want from Yoda is like him to be wise and wisdom isn't the same like you and want comic be- relief in, yeah, in right. empire he's hilarious yeah, you're right yeah. you're right like yeah. he's like fighting over a stick with something at one point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's having a he's just having a blast this guy yeah and he also he's kind of like uh not unlike miyagi and uh the karate kid movies he's like part of the training is to f- is fucking with uh, yeah, Luke. That's right. I <laughs> remember know? when Luke like messing with his head <laughs> made him wax that X-wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, what what's your favorite movie you've seen this year? Um, that is tough. That is really tough because I've I've really or enjoyed. I've really enjoyed a, a lot of them. I'm really out of the loop. I saw hardly anything this year. I love the Florida Project. Never, just, never saw it. Because it's about, it's really, uh, 
it's you know it's still kind of uh moving around in you know the country opening in more theaters because it's you know had a slow platform release or whatever yeah i'm put i'm uh, getting awards consideration well let me describe it to you because some people don't like it okay and if i describe it to you maybe that you'll decide that sounds great or that sounds terrible maybe i'll delete it it's about he heard florida and he got excited it's about a little kid who lives in a purple castle hotel that's on the street leading into disney world in kissimmee florida that's where they live, and it's about how lots of people just live in those shitty hotels. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, and her mother does every sort of I- illegal thing to, tr- you know, to try to make money. And uh, Willem Dafoe is the manager of the, he's the kindly patient manager of the uh, property. Uh, but they're always, the girl and her mother are always getting in trouble and doing stuff they shouldn't do. And uh, it's at times funny, but it's also kind of depressing. It yeah. sounds dark. <laughs> it's dark, yeah. It's I'll very, see it. It's very dark. and uh, But it's also like every building on that street is just brightly colored. It, like it's a cinematographer's dream. I love that stuff. It really looks, the whole movie looks so cool. But it's also a real slice of life. And yeah. my friend Jacob was saying, why do they call it? The, Jacob Zero? Yeah. They were like, why do they call it? I didn't want to rat him out because this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> He's like, why do they call it the Florida Project? After he saw it. And I was like, because it's a, a project that took place in Florida? I mean, it's pretty basic. <laughs> it's pretty simple. He goes, yeah, but why would they call it that? <laughs> like, He goes, well, do you think that was the working title? And they just decided to stick with it? And I was like, well, no. I mean, it does sound like a working title, but that's also part of the ar- artfulness of it. Like, it's... You know the movie plays kind of like a documentary, so you give it you give it the title of the project, right. the Florida Project. It's, it makes it feel like you're you are watching a documentary. I, but I don't know. I've never gotten an official explanation, but it didn't hmm. bother me. You know, yeah. I like that kind of stuff a lot. That sounds really cool. Where does Bad Mom's Christmas fall on your list? <laughs> <laughs> it's Just on trying to bring my. It all in. I put it on my don't see list. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, it? <laughs> I didn't even realize that... Uh, oh, I messed up my mic again. That movie's a sequel also, isn't it? I didn't even yeah, realize that. Yeah, a sequel that. to a movie that came out, uh, I believe, last last summer. Summer of 2016, right? Uh, Maybe? Yeah, I, guess, like I they, had no idea. They put it together loop fast. Yeah. They said, Christina Applegate, get the hell out of here. <laughs> She's not, I don't think she's in it. She was the, like the villain in the first one. Then they there's added, there's a villain. Then they added moms. moms to all the mom characters. So Christine Baranski and Susan Sarandon and some other uh, older respected actress <laughs> all play the moms of the, the women. Sounds great. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> I, the first one didn't really work for me, even though I like some of those actresses. And, um, you know, I, I just didn't get into it. So, like, it's hard for me to care about a sequel that <laughs> people are saying isn't as good. <laughs> How about that? Like, if they're disappointed in the sequel, or, or maybe that'll be a course change that I'll be delighted with. Maybe, you know, maybe right? it's not, you know, maybe it's like Gremlins 2, which is a really fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's really dark and cool now. Yeah. Gremlins two does not take place over Christmas, right? I know the first one does, but the second one doesn't. Does no, it? it's just a play on the corporate world. Right, so right. I think that maybe they don't even. There's no holiday attached to it. I think it's just the Gremlins take over the building. Yeah, it really is the diehard of Gremlins movies. <laughs> 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 and it's got that one talking gremlin, so it, it's also very Muppety, that one. Mm-hmm. That's a weird... That is... That's one of the weirdest sequels, where it's just like... it just It's like a whole different 
franchise almost it made it more flat out comedy and less like the original one you know there's that whole story with phoebe cates talking about her dad breaking his neck Mm because he crawled down the chimney as as santa and um which that has to have probably happened in real life oh yeah yeah. several times just idiots that think they could just get down their own chimney but uh that happened in that first one and like there's there's a few of the characters a few of the likable characters actually die in the first gremlins Mm -hmm. and the original script by chris columbus is like uh somewhat legendary that it was way darker that it was like really an r-rated horror movie and somehow you know uh spielberg got his mitts on it and they made it a little bit more cute yeah. But then also at the same time, uh, it was one of the couple of movies that inspired the PG-13 rating because everybody thought it was mm-hmm. too scary for kids, but it got a PG because it came from a big studio and Steven Spielberg, and there's not that much bloodshed. Yeah. Like, that's the that's mm-hmm. the big lie of PG-13 is that you just don't see blood. Like, insanely violent things are happening yeah. in PG-13 yeah, movies right. now. Like, Suicide Squad has, like, machine guns splaying crowds of people. But there's no bloodshed, and there and some of those people are like supposedly monsters. So uh, so you can give it a PG-13. But I, I'd imagine a lot of kids are being traumatized by these PG-13 movies. PG-13 is a strange. It's a very strange delineation. Yeah, like, like also, what, what about any child? Some 14 year olds can't handle it. Some 12 year olds would be fine with it. You know, like it's such a weird area. Yeah. Like, I mean, you sort of get 16, 18, 21. Those cutoffs. Totally. So, sort of make more sense. At 13, that is the age where you're either a child or a grown-up. Like, it really is... Yeah, you're mature or you're not. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, and also the, the fact that you could just go whether your parents want you to or not. It's just a, you know, guide for the parents. They don't check IDs. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like... I used to work with, like, high school and middle school kids. And I remember, like, seeing some middle school kids that were, like... Is that kid driving? And does he have a full beard already? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a kid that looks like he's only four. Like he just <laughs> got out of kindergarten. Like just go ahead on up to seventh grade. It's going to be fine. But it, it's so crazy how like in a year a person totally changes. That's a it's a very strange. Yeah. Well, uh, they none of them should see any movies. That's my rule. No movies. Everybody's publishing pictures now of when they were fourteen to like kind of oh, illustrate wow. that that, that we're, you're a child at fourteen and that you know congressman or whatever that guy is uh you know shouldn't be dating you (laughs) and uh when he's 32 (laughs) and i looked up uh in one of my old yearbooks i looked up my picture from when i was 14 i was like hard pass i'm not gonna post that on the internet (laughs) it's too embarrassing (laughs) it's a terrible picture (laughs) i mean is is anyone happy with where they were at 14 no i think it's a terrible it's a tough year yeah. Teenage years no, in the, general the, the pictures rough. that everybody's posting, all these beautiful women are posting pictures of these awkward little girls, you know? Yeah. Like, it's really. It's really good for. Rough. Like, a good exercise for someone who doubts it or has, like, is doesn't think it's that big of a deal for some reason. Look at your own picture and think about you, how old you were at yeah. that time. Yeah. Because it is like. Just life in general. Not even necessarily how you 14. look, but just in general. Life just in how, general yeah, because all of them come with, them come with stories of, yeah, like, you exactly. know, what stupid shit they were up to when yeah. they were 14 mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with adult life yeah. and, and dating 32 year olds. So you think by next year we won't have anybody to be in movies anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will be well, no, because they're gonna uh, discover those people in line for the last. Oh, that's yeah, right, right. They'll, be, they'll, be, they'll be the new stars. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a weird, uh, you know, thing that uh, all this stuff is uh, coming out about all these people and um, the degrees to which it's going to shut down their career. Because, like, yeah, that's... I mean, Woody Allen has always had kind of a specialty yeah. career anyway. Like, he's only got... He's kind of a niche audience to begin yep. with. And so that most of those people are haven't abandoned him because... You know, like if, like if, uh, like those are great examples. Like if Spielberg or Lucas or uh, you know any anybody else that's involved in any of these massive, or like the guy that runs Pixar, mm. like if this shit happened yeah. to one of them, the media wouldn't. Even if it was ten years ago, the media would never stop talking about it. But that's somehow right. Woody Allen got a, a weird pass. Yeah, where like nobody really talks about it. Every time he makes a movie, somebody will come forward, like Ronan Farrow or Mia Farrow or somebody, and be mm-hmm. like, "Why are all these actors still working with him?" But now, maybe this is finally going to be the the turn because yeah. he's got a new movie coming out that's got like Kate Winslet and um, what there's an actress in it that I'm just like, why would she be in a Woody Allen movie? Like, you'd think she like you know like Kristen Stewart was in his last one, yeah, and it's just like he seemed like women that would not put up with that I sort of man at all don't get but it. they want to they want a strong he writes strong roles for yep. women even though they're often you know put kind of in a sexual uh context and they're always they you know most of his movies the woman's women are dating much older men mm-hmm. or it's just a beautiful actress that clearly woody allen just wants to stare at and film for a few yep. months yeah absolutely <laughs> every time i feel you that know? way <laughs> and he gets the best ones and, you know and he's won uh I, I think he's won oscars for uh, at least three or four actresses over the years it's uh, he's just like yeah he's he's gotten such a strange pass over and over i guess it's because those allegations came up at a time when it was just okay to be like eh a woman said it. It's not a big deal. Like, like our culture didn't accept it for some. Like, just yeah. now we're starting to get to be like, maybe if a woman says something, that actually happened to them, and yeah. we should consider it. Mm-hmm. And he's not yeah, out I in think. the world. Uh, so ridiculous. He's not out in the world. Uh, you know, he just makes his movies. That's right. Like he doesn't like you know, and he plays with a jazz band every Monday night or whatever. Then he spends the rest of his time with Soon Yi. Yeah. Oh, Still go to basketball games, <laughs> probably. Or do? maybe not now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I just—it's just interesting how the heat's not getting turned up because at least with Roman Polanski, it's finally seeming to get to yeah, a place right? where something might happen. Jesus. The other thing is, uh, like, like you said before, how long does it stick? Because fucking Mel Gibson is in a movie this year mm-hmm. with Will Ferrell. He's in. It's the number two movie at the box office. Yeah. It made more than it's they expected Christmas-y. the first weekend. It made thirty million. Daddy's Home too, and uh, I, you know. I love and respect John Lithgow and don't understand why he's in a movie with Mel Gibson. I get why Mark Wahlberg is. Sure. <laughs> I get that. Because Mark Wahlberg said a bunch of fucked up shit over the years. Sure. And uh, and I sort of get Will Ferrell because, you know, I mean, Mel Gibson does play a mean person in the movie. So maybe he just gets that dynamic. Like, you know, Mel Gibson's going to yell at me and I've got to be afraid of him. But yeah, it's still weird. I mean, when he was going to do a cameo in uh, I think it was Hangover 3, Zach Galifianakis and some of the other cast members like put their foot down and said, "Uh uh-uh. And then it didn't happen. Uh, it, you know, it made the director kind of pissed because he, he really wanted it. But fucking Tyson was in it, was in Hangover. Was in the first one, yeah. yeah. And was Tyson a little... was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Tyson yeah. has rape uh Yeah, like, well, that's charges. that's the thing that's interesting about the distinction between, you know, somebody that's so openly racist as Mel Gibson's been. Like, I just saw a tweet today quoting one of his things that he yelled at the, his girlfriend that were recorded. 
and it's just so so harsh <laughs> you know and he's, yeah. and he's in this cute comedy that's yeah. making a ton of money and everybody's fine with it yeah it it's a, just it's like a, how long how long before the louis and and all of those folks find find their way back onto the screen I don't know. It's strange. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, for the time being, his movie is, you know, completely shut down. It was supposed to come out this right. Friday. And so they're just shutting it down. And I just for the sociological or uh, I'm just curious to see it just yeah. because just like his stand-up comedy, it seems to be littered with things that point the way to what a real-life pervy is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like including a scene where like Charlie Day is like pretending to masturbate in front of people and he makes everybody uncomfortable like Jesus isn't that Christ. crazy <laughs> but i was like woody allen with manhattan years and years ago which was also in black and white yep. which which louis emulating yes by doing it in black and white and in Entirely. new york and having a young character dating an old character like chloe grace moretz is dating john malkovich in it yeah and uh in that uh, in manhattan uh, Woody Allen dated uh, Marielle Hemingway, and the plot was about how she's going to leave him to go to college. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> like, she's going... I, I don't even think college. I think her senior year was going to be in England, was oh. the plot. So, hey, I'm a senior now. I, I got to go to England. And he's like, oh, no, stay with me. <laughs> how did I not register that in my brain as that's what was going on? I, because I, it was the 70s and it was so in black and white. Crazy. And it was, you know, nominated for Oscars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so By the way, weird. I looked it up and the Woody Allen this year is Wonder Wheel. And I yeah. think the female you were wondering why she's in it is Jim Belushi. Yes. Why would she do that? <laughs> no, who else is in it? Juno Temple. Yeah, yeah. She's a, a great actress who seems like she would know that Woody Allen's up to shit. Yeah, she's like the top build. Uh, but female. Kate Winslet's it's in like, it too. Yeah, right? and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Those are the top four people yeah. in it. And I mean, those are all people that, like, why would they. I feel there's like, so many things they can do in their career. Plus, also, let's face it, his movies aren't getting the attention they used right. to get. Like, people right. are over it. Yeah, that's right. It's not you doing know, the So same. they're not guaranteed a award consideration just because they're in a Woody Allen movie. I feel like you can do all kinds of mental gymnastics when there's millions of dollars on the line. I'm sure people go like, think, like, you know, maybe I can do this thing with Woody and, and you know, get some esteem and then I can I can make change in the world the way I want. You know, maybe I'll get some power from it to where I can make the changes I want to. But, like, it really is best to avoid working with people, it seems. Like, get them out of the world. Well, Justin Timberlake, I don't know if you guys know, he could. he's also a singer. He could sing. Oh, man, he it could drives spend me his crazy how much time he spends doing acting that doesn't involve singing. It's like, you're <laughs> such a good singer. What the hell's your problem? Yeah, and it's sort of like Why fuck off to, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like don't. Yeah, you don't yeah need he's to one be of those great at multiple things. Exactly. Yeah, he's one of those guys that just yeah, back up, give something to somebody you're else. Fucking fine. Leave he really is good in the social network, though. Yeah, as Sean Parker, he does a good job in that. But he's, I think he's good. He's I love him on dude. Saturday Night Live when he does those things where he's in that uh, costume out on the street busking so (laughs) dumb i love it so hard hilarious every time yeah and he he nails it because it's it's complicated he has to know these parody lyrics and choreography for each of the things in a sketch that they just put together that week he's yeah very talented guy that that jerk (laughs) (laughs) i can't stand him what a no he He really has a pocket full of sunshine or whatever that song was (laughs) i hope that's what it was <laughs> what is that called? That was I've got sunshine, sunshine in my pocket. pocket. I think that's what it's called, right? Uh, it's called. Uh, I'm so happy. Can't stop the feeling. Can't stop the feeling. That's what it's is, called. That's, that's got such a seven. In all caps, for feel. some reason. 
Well, I had pocket full of kryptonite, but with sunshine in it, <laughs> in my head. <laughs> well, to be fair, you're always thinking about the spin doctors. I cannot stop. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a big spin head. <laughs> the spinophile. <laughs> um, Doug, I think when you were on before I asked you this, I'm sure I had to have, but is there, are there any, uh, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, we probably had this exact same conversation. Yeah, so we, we don't even have to, but. But let me, you I'll can just, say, I'll say it again we, quickly, Die Hard. Right. Yeah, I think that came up, like. Yeah, I'm sure. But I finally have a favorite Thanksgiving movie. Oh. Because Thanksgiving movies suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to name a good one. It wouldn't, I, couldn't you call uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? That's the one. Yeah. That's the one that I remembered. Oh, yeah, they're you trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you said finally, and I thought you meant there was like a new movie. No, no, no. Finally, like it dawned on me because I always thought of planes, trains, and automobiles as just like trying to get home during a winter yeah. season or even maybe Christmas. I right. never really it, thought it, about that it's Thanksgiving specific. Yeah, it's full on my brain. It's Christmas. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I just realized. And Home Alone 2 feels like it might be Thanksgiving, but it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I always associate Home Alone, with, yeah. uh, even though it is clearly Christmas, I associate it with thanksgiving though. i think that uh the nbc television network for a few years had a nice run of showing it every is year it on is? thanksgiving it's kind of become that a thing for me where I, i'll watch it around thanksgiving yeah, yeah. What, what are some other thanksgiving movies that are terrible i can't even put one well in. that's what i'm saying is there first of all there are few and far between right, right yeah like if you go on the internet and say thanksgiving movies you know there's 30 or 40 of them that like have thanksgiving right. somewhere in the plot yeah but a lot of times those, like, well, the movie will go on to Christmas or whatever and sort of become a Christmas movie. There's Home for the Holidays that uh, Jodie Foster directed with okay. uh, Holly Hunter and uh, Robert Downey Jr. I did not care for that movie when I saw it. Haven't haven't revisited it. Uh, Pieces of April. Uh, Katie Holmes is trying to cook a turkey all, all throughout the movie. <laughs> Has a lot of mishaps. <laughs> 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 I love a film about a turkey mishap. Well, I, you know, it's supposed to be a drama about, you know, family and the difficulty of uh, all getting along and all that. But she's also trying to make a turkey. <laughs> That's why I remember that it's a Christmas movie. I mean, a Thanksgiving movie. And it's also called Pieces of April. So it's even got a, a month that has nothing to do with <laughs> these assholes. They're really throwing it around. I just found... Uh, 17 magazine their website has a list of <laughs> oh, no. 11 best thanksgiving movies Wait, is, was get out uh, uh hol- like around the holidays set is that take place around the holidays in my brain it's wintry and get think out they so, just go to their home for a weekend in the so. fall I, I guess it's a fall i also have fantastic mr fox as a fall movie in my head it's all those animals just the colors yeah it's just, just you know autumn yeah exactly but what so what are the 11 yeah, it's it, well it has planes trains and automobiles on there they put the charlie brown thanksgiving if that doesn't count come on they're saying adam's family values was a thanksgiving movie oh yeah i think maybe i don't remember that movie. i seem to recall a scene where they dress up as uh like a pumpkin and a pr- pilgrim and it feels right and then something you know then wednesday and pugsley do something violent <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> This one seems very questionable. Uh, at National Lampoon's Holiday Reunion, Ooh. which for some in the text it calls it Thanksgiving Family Reunion, but then the cover, the movie poster says Holiday Reunion. Any guesses who this movie stars? Do you remember this movie? Mm, I don't. It's from two thousand and three, starring Judge Reinhold and Brian <laughs> Cranston. Oh no! Weird. Wait, yeah. wh- really? Brian Cranston. Uh, this is all Jack and Jill. 
Yeah, that was at Thanksgiving. You've got mail. Okay. You get mail all year, though, so that doesn't count. <laughs> That's true. That's kind of a stretch. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? There's yeah. no there's no great they're Thanksgiving put, movie. Yeah, they're, yeah. Put, they're calling Rocky a Thanksgiving movie. Oh, that's silly. Uh, Mirac- what? Miracle on 34th Street? Yeah. Yeah, see, they really have to stretch these things just the, to... <laughs> to get 11. Just to have 11. <laughs> that nice round 11. The blind side? I don't... I yeah, they remember. maybe have a Thanksgiving meal at some point, but yeah. it's about a, it's about a football. So yeah. there's a season. There's more than one game in the yeah. in the movie. So Thanksgiving can only be a small part of the story. And you said home for the holidays already. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on. That's that the last one's one on there. Very strictly about Thanksgiving Day. So, so what was the movie you said? The new th- Thanksgiving film. Planes, Did trains, s- and automobiles. Oh, 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 right, that's right, right. The right. one the I finally realized, realized yeah. is the number one Thanksgiving movie. Needs to be unseated as much as I like it. I think somebody needs to make a good one. Certainly time. That's a Doug Benson challenge. I mean, though, also, though, like, Bad Mom's Christmas is out even before Thanksgiving. Like, it's all so skewed now. Like, yeah. if you did make a great Thanksgiving movie, when would you release it? July. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. if you release it the night before Thanksgiving, you know, some people go to the movies on Thanksgiving, but it's not a huge movie day. Yeah. You know, so it's there's like n- it is because there's not a Thanksgiving season. Yeah, it's and like then you- why would you want to watch a Thanksgiving movie like on Black Friday? Yep, no, <laughs> definitely not. And but, you wouldn't watch it like even a week before Thanksgiving. We'd kind of be like, all right, we'll see a thing. Like, yeah, it, it's. I think that, that's why it's such a yeah untapped genre. Yeah. Well, now let's all talk about our favorite Thanksgiving songs. Oh right, so, <laughs> a traditional Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey, turkey. <laughs> Made you out of clay. <laughs> <laughs> November rain. Oh, right. Oh, right. Now is the rain the real or one fake? Thanksgiving. Leave it to G and F and R. Let's do a uh, let's do a quick game while we while we have oh. Doug here. Let's do a uh, a, a a movie edition of uh, the Christmas quiz and uh, has a theme song, but also the theme song has a theme song. And the real things. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. I wish those were. I know I'm cutting off from saying all right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish those songs were in the same key. It well, really bothers me. Maybe you should have recorded and produced them. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have been around the podcast sooner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so these are. We'll just do uh, five questions here, all Christmas movie related, and. Uh, they might be tricky. You might be an expert. I don't know. But we're going to learn something, even if you don't I love know. it. All right. So, uh, Home Alone. That's come up many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the chances that you've seen Home Alone 3, though? Starring uh, Alex Lind. All right. Is the name of the new kid that replaced really? uh, Macaulay. Yeah. And I did see it. Okay. And it was also not directed by John Hughes. So right. It's also somebody else. And weirdly, as I say, but, you know, everybody thinks of those being Christmas movies, but apparently Home Alone 3 is the only one that doesn't take place at Christmas. But uh, who made their first, uh, who had their first major role in Home Alone 3? And I'll give you choices here. Oh, I get options? I'll yeah. definitely nail it if I get All options. Right. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Mia Jovovich, or Charlize Theron? Whoa. 
maybe I won't get it. <laughs> I know any of them. What's the middle name? Wrong. Mila Jovovich. I don't even know who I'm she gonna is. I'm going to go ScarJo. Nailed it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Hot start. He sort of looked was very things. active early on, you know. I wonder where she's at with Woody Allen because she's in like three of his oh, movies. Right. Yeah. And um, the man who wasn't there, Match Point and Scoop. So, oh, yeah. Does she wish she. Because Ellen Page came out and said recently that she w- regrets having done a Woody Allen movie. Really? Did she? I didn't see that. Along with their, you know, she started the Brett Ratner thing going. Right, right, She right. said that he was terrible to her on X-Men Last Stand. Mm-hmm. It's her, the Wonder Woman thing, apparently. Didn't, didn't. Uh... Yeah, Gal Gadot oh, yeah, is like, yeah. I won't do Wonder Woman with Brett Ratner so, attached mm-hmm. as a producer, which like, you know. It's awesome. Hurts him in so many ways. Yeah. So good. You know, that is, that is bad because they can't, there's no way they're going to just let him stay on as a producer. They, they don't need him. Nope. He's not the director. She's yeah. more important than he is. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. Can I ask you a question about this? You are so good at naming. Like, you know who's in things. Like, <laughs> are you uh, like, are you really good with people's names? Like, if you meet somebody, can you remember no. names? Really? So just no, specific no. film. They have to be in a movie. <laughs> and I have, to see it. I have to see it in print at the end. Because I used to be a real credits reader when I was younger. I mean, okay. now not so much. Now I'm just waiting for the... Marvel scenes at the end, but... Uh, oh, fucking Doug. <laughs> that guy's a real credits reader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to really, uh, like, just, you know, like any nerd that likes something, I just used to spend yeah. way too much time you thinking do have, about it. You have a crazy memory, though, because I remember when you and I first met, uh, then, you know, we, we were friendly for a while, and then a year after we met you sent me a dm on twitter and said it's our one year friend anniversary <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god you did that it blew my it, mind it's just really impressive i can't man i watch i watch some i don't i guess i just don't love it as much as as other people do but i cannot get actors names in my head i can't do it i want to but I, yeah oh, lots of people are like that. they just don't uh you know i'm also um like when I'm watching TV with someone, I drive him crazy with every every commercial that has a voiceover. I just oh, blurt yeah. out who the voice you is. Pull, you can pull voiceover. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. I really because I've seen if I've seen somebody in a million movies, uh, you know, I really know their voice just <laughs> just to hear it. I get that way too. Isolated. I always am like I think I took an improv class with that dude. That's it. that's the end. What's his the name? Idea no is, idea. Is, is it supposed to be sort of subliminal? Like right. you know, like these they're not the biggest names in the world, or certainly they don't put anything in the copy like like if robert downey jr does it they don't put anything in there that's hints that it's him <laughs> he's just at the end saying whatever car it is you yeah know? that's really impressive <laughs> I, mean, I had a friend who used to do it with like albums like record albums he knows well, you were kind of like that yeah. where you know everyone's name on everything i yeah my friend tyler will do, go through and know you know from the 90s through every player of every instrument on every record so like he'll meet people yeah, who played drums on a thing 12 years ago and be like you're the guy from <laughs> i'm like crazy. that with old stuff i'm not so good with the new stuff but do you know this <sighs> director terry zwagoff he directed the movie bad santa mm-hmm. what christmas movie did he turn down the chance to direct and did bad santa instead Whoa. i can give you choices here I definitely need choices for that one because I can't even remember what else was around that time. Yeah. All right. We got Fred Claus, <laughs> Four Christmases, uh-huh. or Elf. Elf. I'm going Elf because it seems exciting. I think it's 
Elf because they ended up going with somebody unconventional to direct Elf. I can't remember who did it. John Favreau. Bang. Boom. So that's wow. the right answer? That is the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Oh, you know because of him. Yeah. You did the <laughs> well, research. Well, I yeah, were... I mean, I have the answer here. I was, but I, I did, was over I did here. know it was John Favreau <laughs> off the top of my dumb, head. I'm over here going like, man, Tony's got his shit together. <laughs> he knows about movies. Why was Zweigoff offered that? Like, uh, had he Was Ghost World before Bad Santa? Yes. Okay, so Ghost World was pretty... Ghost World was like 2000... 2000, 2001, pretty probably. Good, uh, pretty, you know, he had done Crumb, the documentary, which was yeah. great. Oh, and yeah. then uh, and then Ghost World. I, I think he did a really good job with Ghost World. Ghost World's great. And then, but then... He yeah, Ghost Ar- World was 2001. Art School Confidential wasn't quite as good. And, um, uh, but, you know, Bad Santa, people love it, but I have mixed feelings about it. I, I think parts of it are great. I Yeah, I loved it years ago. And then I tried to rewatch it a couple years ago, and it I did not like it nearly as much as I thought I did. And Bad Santa, too, is just... I never even gave it a chance. So, it's just so awful how they just, you know, they, the, the Thurman Merman, the, the weird kid, is like grown up. So they hired some actor that looked like a grown up version of him. Oh, really? It's not even yeah, the same kid? but he's still stupid as fuck. <laughs> Like that's the joke because he's just a goddamn idiot. Yeah, and uh, you know, and and uh, Billy Bob Thornton's still abusive to him, but he, you know, but he's warmed up to him a little bit. Yeah, you know, like they're like family, more like family in the second one. But it was rough to sit through. Yeah. I, I've never, I've, I've never seen it. I, I didn't know people even liked the first one. Like that was the thing mm-hmm. that people. Referenced. Oh yeah, some people are super into it. I think it's aged poorly, like in a short amount of time. Didn't last. Yeah. Well, because it's just like it's just a lot of uh, like, oh look, a guy in a sand outfit's burping and swearing and stuff. And it's just like, okay, that's that's kind of funny, but uh, like uh, my favorite scene in the movie is when he's in the boxing ring with uh, the dwarf Tony Cox, and they uh, you know punch each other in the balls. <laughs> The way Tony Cox, <laughs> just look at this clip when you get a chance. The way, the way he falls down at one point is very violent, and very funny. Like, I believe that was the final John Ritter performance. It might have been, yeah, it might have been up there, and then oh, no. and, and cursed in general because uh, then uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Bernie uh, Mac. Bernie too. Mac didn't yeah. last for very much longer after that. Yeah. All right, moving on. Or do we want to have a moment for Bernie Mac? In Ocean's 13, did they have to add two guys because Bernie Mac was gone and they also needed to get to the 13 on the crew? Ooh, they must have. I don't know. I don't remember. I'd... Oh, wait, 13 is the one with the... the I was going to say with the casino. The bank. The There's casino. a casino called Bank. <laughs> it's it, the one with... It's owned by Al Pacino. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's the one everybody hates, right? But I feel uh, like no. I weirdly kind of liked that one more than the other ones. Well, really? Which is very much the minority. Huh. 12, everybody hated uh, 12. Because that's the one where they, at one point to trick Bruce Willis, they have the character played by Julia Roberts oh, right. pretend to be Julia Roberts. Yes. Like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> and then, um, oh, but, no. then uh, in, in, but then 13, George Clooney and Brad Pitt, maybe not Brad Pitt, but George Clooney definitely and some other people involved in the production were like, this... We made this to make up for Ocean's Twelve. We're okay. sorry, we fixed it, and I I still hated Ocean's Thirteen as well. Yeah. but I, all three of those Ocean's movies, I will if they're on, I will watch them because there's parts of all of them that I uh, that I really like. Like the very first scene in Ocean's Twelve is where 
Brad Pitt owns like this uh, a hotel on Sunset Boulevard, and he has to show up because Topher Grace is uh, uh, has destroyed his room. And okay. there's this whole scene with Topher Grace talking to where he's playing himself, mm-hmm. but a terrible version of himself, <laughs> right, right. talking to Brad Pitt. And he has one of the funniest lines is he, he goes because at the time, remember Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher were all yeah. into those things you put around your wrists. Mm-hmm. What were they called? The uh, the Kabbalah bracelet. Kala, yeah, right, Kabbalah right, yeah. bracelet. Yeah, 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 yeah. He holds up his wrist and he's <laughs> you know he's talking about his run of bad fortune that he's had to, to with Brad Pitt, and he goes. Uh, you know, this thing doesn't even work. And he points to one of those <laughs> strings around his wrist. <laughs> so he gives a nice little burn on his former 70s show co-star. <laughs> I have only seen each of those movies once. Oh, man. Really Ocean's Eleven, I loved when that movie came out. I watched the shit out of that I just love movie. a good caper movie so good. and all the, you know, I mean... Uh, but it's funny in all of those movies those guys do so much work if they put that much effort into a regular job they could probably get rich and not <laughs> not have to worry about going to jail <laughs> like it's so much a heist is so much work it's a lot lower like, you risk can't options. be lazy <laughs> Uh, that acrobat maybe not though. I mean, like I feel like you're start doing some sort of like a straight kind of gig. Like that acrobat's not going to be helpful to start a new business somewhere. <laughs> you can at least go on America's Got Talent or That's something. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, they were lucky they knew that guy because he really he plays a key part in each movie. He he's has all... to he has to hide in a box. Oh, he's well, mission it's like critical. True, it's like true to life. Don't we all know an acrobat? Yeah, you gotta you gotta have your acrobat friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right next question uh i i'm not giving you multiple choice on this i think i think you can pull this on your own but you gotta you gotta do some thinking here okay so tim burton was originally hoping to direct nightmare before christmas but it was directed by henry Selick instead he didn't direct it because uh he was currently working on two movies uh one was being worked on one was in pre-production any idea what those two movies Whoa, were sheesh nightmare before christmas was 1993 I think. that's where Let i double suck check is here. with years i'm terrible with years yeah 1993 I'm like how are you are with years is how i am with movies <laughs> all of it <laughs> so you couldn't even just name two tim Burton movies hoping I, that you get it I, right? I would guess edward scissorhands and un- that's it I think the, the only one I can pull. He was making Edward Scissorhands twice. <laughs> he couldn't wait to make it again. Uh, I want to think it's later than Edward Scissorhands, but not it by is. a I'll, ton. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yes. So I want to say maybe... Because it's 93 that Nightmare Before Christmas came out. I want to go... Um, Sleepy Hollow? Oh, right. A little too late. Oh, shoot. Um, what other movies? I'm trying to... Th- like... Uh, See Sleepy Hollow. I want to say Beetlejuice is way when, too early. <laughs> when was the? F- yeah, Sleepy that. Hollow was ninety nine. So yeah, you're like six years late on that. Did he do an Adam's uh, Family movie? No, no. it just thank, looks like maybe he would have. Thank God. Would you, would you like a clue? Uh, yes, please. One of the one of them was a sequel. Oh, one of a, a rare Tim Burton no. sequel. Might be the only sequel. Wow. And I'll I'll even throw this. Wait, clue he didn't at you. direct both Alice in Wonderlands. Oh, you you know might be right about that. Uh, Solid. <laughs> but I'm this on is, Doug's team. This is a uh, also kind of a Christmas movie. Oh, it's not actually, but it's one of those movies that takes place at Christmas. Mm. Oh, Grinch. 
No. He didn't do that. That was Ron Howard. Damn it. That was Ron Howard. Ron Howard takes mess. over everything. Yeah, that movie's terrible. Um, huge, huge Tim Burton sequel. Not as big as the original, as the first one. Wait, Batman Returns? Yep. Wow. See, I'm terrible at years. And then so the, he's working on Batman Returns and something and else? And pre-production of... Um, Here's a major clue. We've okay. talked a lot about black and white movies today. Oh, Ed Wood? Yep. Mm. There you go. Yeah, see, I would have thought those movies were much older. That's why I guess Sleepy Hollow, I thought that was more in the... Yeah, Batman Returns was 92, Ed Wood was 94. Wow. In well, the he's, Nightmare you know, Red, in Red the case of Ed Wood, I'd say, you know, that's, if not his best movie, it's up there. So, uh, you know, that's not too bad of a sacrifice to not stand around manipulating puppets all day on a set. Yeah. I got good news. <laughs> I've never seen Nightmare. Ed Wood, so I'm going to watch it. Oh, oh that's dude, good. it's really good. Yeah, it's fun. I'm putting it on my list. It'll be good f- companion piece with this new uh, disaster artist movie that's all about the uh, the making of the room. Oh right! Oh I right! That's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a similar like uh, you know, crazy that. director that still managed to get something made. Yeah. That some people like, not for the right reasons. But mm-hmm. I think I saw Tommy Wiseau driving around uh, in a big Hummer with the room like magnets on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like the new. Uh, What's her name? Angelique. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think this, I think this movie is going to make him a really like, I mean, it's going to make his life just because I think he, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's into success at any cost. Yep. And so the oh, fact yeah. that everyone's going to recognize him uh, is going to make him happy, I think. I oh, hope, I hope, I hope it's not, I hope it's not a personal right. hell to have people coming yeah. up and going, I love how... Uh, you, how they made a movie about how terrible your movie is. <laughs> I mean, he's got to know at this point, right? I guess so. I mean, he... Uh, have, do you know anyone who knows him or have you ever had him on? No, I don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just be... Like, that guy seems like such a character. I'd just be so interested to hear him talk as a person. I don't... I've never heard him on a podcast. I've never heard him... I yeah, don't know. That is weird. I mean, maybe when this movie, the movie's coming out in a few weeks, so maybe he'll uh, do something. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't want him on Doug Lowe's movies just because <laughs> I just don't think you can really have a yeah, yeah. game show kind of interaction yeah. with him. Yeah, no, you're totally <laughs> I don't think right. He seems. <laughs> oh, you need, he's you need no a functional person. To know enough. <laughs> he's yeah, no Anne Heche. Oh, no. <laughs> he, could ne- he could never hold it together like she does. Yeah. That, by the way, I won't, we won't dwell on this, but that episode is mind blowing. If. If you haven't heard the episode of Douglas movies with Anne Heche and Owner Tuchel, it is maybe the most un- one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever listened to. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you you handled it great though. You, I seriously, it is it is something. <laughs> there are a couple a couple of maniacs. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll move on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, wow. If you didn't know this last one. This oh, one also, is... if anybody knows him, we'd love to have him on our podcast. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> uh, speaking of people we'd love to have on our podcast, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi both starred in Jingle All the Way, but also that was the third time they starred in a movie together. Belushi was in Jingle All the Way? Uh-huh. God, I don't even remember that. I just remember Sinbad. Yep. 
and uh, Phil Hartman. So the and pre- Jake Lloyd from the Phantom Menace. So I have to name the previous two. Can can you? I know that's a stretch, but I, I Doug loves movies. I I'm guessing yeah. Twins. I'm guessing Belushi had a, a scene in Twins or some shit. No, no. He's uh, in no he's in Red Heat. There you go. You got one. And he must have a small part in some other Schwarzenegger because I can't picture yeah, them. Yeah, I like, don't remember build as co-stars. I don't remember him else. in this other one, but I also don't remember this movie. Kindergarten's well. Cop. Does he show up like in Eraser? No. Or mm. wait, does it go the other way? Is it that that Schwarzenegger shows up in a Belushi joint? No, this is definitely <laughs> <laughs> quid pro quo, Belushi. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to see if Belushi's actually like even highly billed on this. I don't think he is. I think he's just like yeah. has a scene or two. And he's not even showing up in like that main page on IMDb. Yeah. So what is it? Last action hero. Oh yeah. So he just shows up at one point. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. It's got a lot of cameos that movie. Yeah. Uh, I, stra- I kind of strangely like it. I, I see what they were trying to do. Hmm. Yeah. Throughout. I don't remember it very well. Well, there's like, you know, there's a scenes with a uh, animated cat in the, uh, in, oh, the yeah. in the precinct and it's voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's weird. Wow. Also, in Batman Returns. Yeah. Which also, wasn't that like the, is that the meanest Hollywood ever was? Was they were making a Batman movie and it was going to have the penguin. And I feel like everyone was just like, oh yeah, Danny DeVito is going to play the penguin. <laughs> Like, just like right, and we're gonna make him fatter and more disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like he's always like he's always greasy and and so sweaty gross. and yeah. like eating fish. It's and real gross in that. It's movie. really like I don't like that movie, but it's some, weird. Some people that like, you know feel like it's one of the better Batman's, but that's it is. A, it's another one, not quite as extreme as uh, Gremlins, but where the first or the second one is not very much like the first one at all. <laughs> he really is. Like just... Michelle Pfeiffer gets thrown out a window. Mm-hmm. And, and, like that's like part of her transformation into becoming and Catwoman. She, and she gets like bitten she by falls cats, through like though. three or four awnings. Yeah, yeah, and then she hits the ground and gets bitten by a bunch of cats. And then she becomes. A then she becomes. <laughs> A fierce person, like it does not it makes just, no sense. I love that getting bit by something is the way that you turn into it. Like, yeah. it there's no history of that ever happening, but in comic yeah. book world, like, hey, you guys, I'm gonna become a, a dog soon because I got bit the other day. Oh, well, glad we got you now. <laughs> so there's all those dog people. It it just seems like if in the comic book world, like no one's been bit by anything else. Like we only have a Spider Man, a Catwoman, and a Batman. Like there's got to be other animals biting. Wait, Batman, Batman was not Batman. <laughs> Batman just decides he likes the the vibe of bats. I, it, from now on in my head, he was bitten by a bat. <laughs> well, let's close it out with one more uh, Batman Returns question. Uh, For reals? Yeah. Paul Rubens. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> that is legitimately where I was going. <laughs> Now let's let's do this Jeopardy style. Todd, what was the question? Oh gosh, uh, what's Pee Wee Herman's real name? <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, I mean, oh. yes, you're correct, but that was not the question. Was, who was in who, Batman who plays, Returns? Who plays the Copper Pots, the uh, couple that are the parents of uh, the Penguin? That was Paul Rubens. Uh, that was Paul Rubens, and I think the lady with him is the lady that uh, was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, who played Simone? Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I literally did not know until I looked this up <laughs> last night. What's her name? Uh shit! I gotta look now. I saw. Was, I, I met her once. She was very nice. It's a. It's a. It's a name that I feel like I knew, but I'd never realized that was her. I wish this was a video podcast. Once every couple 
years. But when you said Paul Rubens, Tony's face was more <laughs> joyful than I've ever seen. That's I the was first Tony, that's ever happened. I was standing next to Tony when he got married. <laughs> I have not seen that's, face. You know, that's one of the, uh, you know, there's only so many great pieces of trivia about that movie. Hmm. Now I can't find her name. Oh, uh, well. I'm, 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 I want to say Diane something, but. All you gotta do is oh, uh, 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 all you gotta uh, do is look up Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, be like yeah I know. I know that's what field. I thought, but for some reason I'm I'm not seeing her right away. It feels mm-hmm. like because Elizabeth Daly's up there high. But, oh uh, yeah, she's dot. Oh, Diane Salinger. Yeah, I said go. Diane. Yeah, yeah you, you did. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> um, crazy. Well, yeah, that was that was an impressive showing at the Christmas Queen. We just found out how smart she was because you don't. Great hit song. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Todd. I was called you Pat for some reason. Call me Pat. I'll take it. All right. Uh, Doug. Yeah? Thanks so much for doing this nonsense. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, why not? Well, because the show's probably supposed to be over. Hey, we got no... There's no rules, man. <laughs> um, no parents here. No rules. Have you seen like footage of uh, scenes of Tom uh, Hanks being a gay man in uh, That Thing You Do? Uh no. Or did they not shoot that? Did they cut take that out before they even shot? Because I know that was supposed to be. Oh his right, character right. Was yes, supposed to be I gay. have I have read that. Yeah, I don't know if there is actually. Oh, his character moves oh. to Philadelphia when the band breaks up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if that's on. It's not the... a bad, It's not. It's a pretty short hop from Erie, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that his, uh, you know who was his his boyfriend? No, because they did shoot it. Because they I did. Because somebody played the part. Howie Long, oh, former football player. Howie Long, really? Yeah, yeah. He shows up looking all big with a crew cut, and, uh-huh. and people are like, "Oh, what's going on with those two? Star of Broken Arrow. <laughs> wow, but such a weird like because because taking out the Howie Long part. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything that would make you think he's gay, which, of course, is right. realistic. Cause, like, well, there's plenty of gay people that don't just say and do things that make you realize they're gay. But Especially yeah, in well, the it's supposed 50s to, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it's supposed to be like a, a reference to Brian Epstein, the Beatles manager. Uh, okay. Yeah. What made you think to ask Tony about that? Oh, because I... Well, the, the sting that at the end of the game show sounded like a song, oh, song from that movie. It. But I also know he's a fan. He's in a band... Has a band with named after... A, 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 Pride of Erie PA. Yeah, there you go. Was it that thing you do yeah. reference? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, earlier this year, when mm. Akron Blacker put out their first Star Wars book, which, first of all, named a bird after me in the book, <laughs> uh, there was a big book release show that uh, at Largo. Everything's tying together today, Largo. Uh, and I played drums in the house band for the show, and there was a couple of songs that uh, film score... Film scoresman Michael Giacchino did some songs, and when he did songs, Tom Everett Scott played my drums. Whoa. Yeah. He is Spartacus. He is Spartacus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one more thing before we let everybody go. I like to throw out this idea that Tom Everett Scott is playing the same character in That Thing You Do and La La Land. And in La La Land... He uh, meets and marries mm-hmm. Emma Stone, but then when they're walking down the street, he hears some jazz and he talks her into going into the club because he's still uh, yeah. super into jazz. 
I like it. I like it. Well, it makes both movies better. <laughs> it gives both movies a reason. <laughs> that is something I've always wanted. I wanted. I've always wanted a movie to like sneakily be a sequel. Yeah. Like they sneak some like at a the sequel. La- a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, sort of the. the you know, danced around that, but it, there's usually like some strong connecting hmm. tissue, but I'm trying to think of one, you know, obviously like Prometheus doesn't have that much to do with alien. Yeah. But, but just like, I, it would never happen. Cause there's like so much press and promo that, you know, leading up to movies now, but it'd be like, uh, Oh, what was the movie that I, Oh, I, I remember when, uh, super eight came out the JJ Abrams movie. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was like a rumor that it was maybe a Cloverfield sequel. Cloverfield Lane, 10 yeah. Cloverfield Lane is kind of like, you know, it's all different characters, but it's kind of in the... Yeah, but it's right there in the title. Cloverfield That's Universe. That's no sequel. And they blow it. Yeah, they put yeah. it right there. But also, why would... That's just a real weird coincidence that their address has the word Cloverfield in it, <laughs> and that was the name of the. And also, that was the, wasn't that the, the name the government gave, yeah. the military gave the... Uh, Oh, sorry for your capturing, bad mic cable. Oh. oh, shit. Oh, boy. Okay, goodbye. Oh, boy. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, well, any, <laughs> I'm done. Anything you want to uh, plug? That's what I do is I wrap here? up my shows when the mic stops working. <laughs> That's how I do it. I remember that episode that was like 30 hours long. It just kept working. <laughs> uh, all my uh, dates are at douglasmovies.com. I'm doing a special uh, Douglas Movies tour for uh, the... Um, uh, every night of Hanukkah, I'm going to be in a different city. Wow. So it's uh, eight eight shows over eight nights in eight cities. And uh, one of the guests is going to be a, a, a regular on the show. He's going to be a, in every city with me, Jeff Tate. Oh, yeah. Tate Crazy Nights. And it's called yes. Tate Crazy Nights. <laughs> Jeff Tate was on here a long time ago. We should have him back. Is, yeah, he, is well, he living here? He's got to swing through. Uh, he lives in Cincy still, but okay. he's going to swing through here for the... Uh, the December 13th show is at, um, the first show of the eight nights is at Largo, uh, the aforementioned Largo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he, he has to be here for that. So maybe you can, maybe, nice. maybe you can grab him while, he, while he's here. Boom. Get some of that Cincy heat. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> um, well, thank you. Uh, is there, well, before I ask you, I'll also just say, follow us at Felice Navi Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, leave a review for the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they say now, for some reason. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, people have been leaving reviews like crazy lately. They've answered the challenge. I issued a challenge on Twitter and they've been picking up on that. So Sweet. thanks for all your reviews. Keep doing that. That helps us out. And uh, Doug, before you go, we like to ask everyone, uh, friend of the show, Dave Clock, his two favorite things in the world are hockey and sandwiches. So much so that a friend made a back patch for his jacket with two banners that says hockey and sandwiches. What would your two things for your back patch say? I, you know... Uh- we could turn this into a game, and you can just go ahead and guess. <laughs> I yeah, I was gonna say I I actually did think about this because I was like, this might be the first person I know the answer. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the answer? Weed and movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>